Matthew, glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing so that your almsgiving may be in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearances so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Ash Wednesday is kind of an interesting day. It's the, it's the start of our Lenten season, but it's not a holy day of obligation. So you don't have to be here, right? It's the, they don't have the obligation like a Sunday or special other days. But yet people love to show up. I remember being at the Naval Academy in college, and, and uh, we had about 4,500 people in the college. And I knew that about, roughly about half of them were Catholic, but of course you didn't see them ever. But on Ash Wednesday, we changed our lunch schedule and everything else, so it was a big change. And everybody knew that it was Ash Wednesday, and you couldn't find a seat in the chapel that day where they had people hanging from the rafters, it felt like. You know, it was just packed with over 2,000 people. Why? Is it because you get ashes today? Is that like super exciting? Should we do that like every weekend? Should we do that every day? You know, what, what is it? I think, humanly speaking, there's something very profound about penance, about offering up to God, to recognizing that we're sinful. And Ash Wednesday is kind of the start of that. It's the start of an endeavor, like beautifully like the psalm says, for a humble and contrite heart. To acknowledge to God that we've done things wrong and that we, we seek and want something more. Which is at odds with what we often receive from the world. And I know from myself and my selfishness. The response of the world is often just be who you are. And I don't want to, I think there's a right way of understanding that, right? Be who you are, who you truly are. But the world often uses that, be who you are, I think in a negative way. In a way that kind of justifies your mistakes. 
I know for myself, it's very easy for me to rationalize or justify my mistakes or imperfections, right? Well, I said that because, you know, well, I learned it when I was a kid, whatever. You know, yeah, I struggle with, you know, interacting with people that I don't like because of whatever else, you know, and and kind of just writing it off, right? I can be who I am and make no changes whatsoever, and the world doesn't require any of that. But we kind of recognize that we don't want to just remain who we are. There are two different ways of applying ashes. There's two different phrases that go along with it. The first is repent and believe in the gospel. The second is remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. Repent and believe in the gospel. Repent has a beautifully powerful, it's a beautifully powerful word. Repent. What does that mean? Well, it requires repenting as a certain amount of conversion, a certain amount of uh, contrition to be able to say, I'm sorry for the life that I've been living and I want to change. I repent from the way that I have been acting, maybe not rightly. I repent from that so that I might change and not become just who I am right now, but become who God made me to be. And how do we do that? Well, we repent and we don't just stick there, right? It's not just about fasting or giving up stuff or making New Year's resolutions. It's about repenting and believe in the gospel. Now this believing in the gospel is something more than just having faith. We can say that I believe in Jesus Christ and yet not believe in the gospel. We can say that, yeah, I'm Catholic and I believe, but yet still not believe in the gospel. The gospel is a full understanding of what faith is. Repent and believe in the gospel means that we're changing and desiring to live what the gospel teaches, which is belief in Jesus Christ. Is at its heart that. But it's also about avoiding evil. Jesus speaks very clearly about avoiding sin, about if anything would cause us to sin, it's better for us to pluck out our eye or or cut off our hand and enter into heaven maimed than to enter in Gehenna, hell, with two arms and two eyes. So part of the gospel is this avoidance of sin. Part of it is also doing good, about serving your neighbor, about loving those around you, about being willing to be persecuted for Jesus' sake, about being poor. The gospel is more than just one aspect. The gospel is the fullness of it. Repent and believe in the gospel. Why? Because the gospel forms us and lets us know about how He actually made us to be. Not, He didn't make us to be sinful and to, you know, just justify our, our failings 
and try to rationalize. He made us to repent and believe in the gospel. To live in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. And is the way, the truth, and the life. But how do we do that? I know for myself, it's difficult, right? We've had more than one Lent before. But yet, we're still not perfect, right? We still have to repent and believe in the gospel. Well, certainly, you know, some people are better than others, and there's different tricks and different ways. Certainly, prayer is an important part of that. I find the other phrase for the ashes to be very important for this as well, and perhaps a a tip for you in this Lent. It says, right... Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Remember that you are dust. Hmm. It's kind of sad, right? Like, oh, it's not very exciting. No. I get to think about death. You know? Why would I think about death? Because thinking about death is a very important part of life. It's very, very important. I know for myself, when I think about it, it definitely motivates me. I mean, sometimes when we think about death, right, it can make us sad. It can make us, you know, kind of afraid. But we don't want to meditate on death in just a fear way. We want to motivate, meditate on death in saying what is really important in this life. And when I think about it, when I think about death, I think about, you know, in the day-to-day life, it's a lot easier to do what is easy, right? It's a lot easier to do what's pleasurable or, or what's easy in front of us. And it's hard to do the difficult but sometimes right thing. But when we're looking at the end of our life, I can guarantee that you will never regret doing the right thing that was difficult. You might regret doing the easy thing. You'll never regret doing the right thing that was difficult. Which is, right now, our ability to repent and believe in the gospel. Remembering that we are mortal. Remembering that this life is finite. That we will all die at one day shouldn't relegate us to think that nothing matters, but instead should remind us that everything matters. That every single moment is an opportunity and a point to make life matter. Lent is an opportunity for us in that. As we live out the right but the difficult life of the gospel. Today is just one day, right? You're going to get some ashes, you're going to get to go home, and then the 40 days will start. And there are many days in the 40 days when you'll just want to make it another normal day that will pass away without any thought, nor any difficulty, or... You can repent and believe in the gospel and do the right thing, but the difficult thing, every day.
God has made you to be who you are. But none of us are there yet. Let us continue to pursue that life that He made us for. And continue to repent. Acknowledge our sins. Not justify or rationalize our sins or our failings. But instead, openly repent and believe in His mercy. And turn to Him always with His mercy and grace.